Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. Career Builder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. Career Builder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to careerbuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at careerbuilder.com. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 243 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcasts and Spotify listeners, rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And hosting today's show is Ken Clark. Appreciate that, D. Corey C. Again, I'm Ken Clark. Welcome to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Joining me today on today's show, I got Zoe DeLorean in the booth with me. What's up, Zoe? What's going on, Ken? What's going on, Biala family? And, you know, we came to talk some women's basketball, so we had to bring our expert on. Mo, what's up, baby? Man, what's going on, Ken? What is going on? Let's okay. get it. Yes, sir, man. Welcome. Welcome back. Um uh, this would be my first time on a basketball show, which uh, every time, uh, you know, we do a, a basketball preview, whether it's men's basketball, women's basketball, Mo always got to come on because Mo the expert, man. We, we go to Mo. Mo knows Jackson State basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I take this as a compliment, Ken, but, man, it's a privilege to be on here with you. Ain't no doubt, man. We feel like. We got to always show our women some love. We got some really dope programs that are doing some phenomenal things. And uh, we wanted to kind of take this show to just just revisit, you know, women's basketball. And uh, Coach Tamika Reed and staff has put together a phenomenal team. And they they had a really good run. And they are, oh, man, primed and ready, you know, no pun intended, um, for a amazing 2022 season so we, we we'll have plenty more previews to come but we wanted to kind of take some time out you know take a break from football and really delve back into some basketball and we want to start with you know our, our swag champion regular season and tournament um our lady tigers so mo we'll start with you coach reed jackson state university our women's basketball program they put the world on notice Mm -hmm. came very 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 close just came up a little short versus lsu but i have to tip my hat hat to coach reed the young ladies that represent this program even amisha just getting drafted making history showing off for all of yes sir i'm clapping because i wanted to make sure we we got to clap for amisha williams holiday man shout out to amisha the season didn't just end with LSU. I really feel like the season ended with a win mm. with Amisha being drafted. I felt like we ended the season with a W I with Amisha making history and getting drafted. So um, that's the way I feel like we really, truly 
ended this season. Um, but just to look at what we have coming back, it's not over. This is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Reed made the statement that we are going to continue to knock down walls. Mm-hmm. And looking at what we have coming back, Ken, and looking at what we have coming back, Zoe, it's going to be scary. Oh, it's going to be extremely scary. We got our dunk contest contesting in Deja Woodard coming back. We have Bam Bam LaMiracle Sims. We have Jaleel Hickman, um, another former Dandy Dozen. We got Maya Crump, our score. Yes, sir. Um, I look for her to really take over games next year. Uh, probably the smoothest player on the whole roster and probably the most versatile player on the whole roster is Tylen Bowler. Mm. Um, we have not even seen she has not even touched all of her potential yet. The girl can flat out shoot it, and she can guard anybody on the court. You have your floor general and Kashana Luckett coming back, and then you got Jariah Covington, who is one of my favorites. In my opinion, she's the captain. I don't care that she comes off the bench. She is the captain. Whenever she's on the floor, it's just like another Coach Reed being out there. But then you got on the returning bench, we have our Olympian. Um, Alexis Roberts, I have to say, um, she represented Jackson State University. She represented represented all HBCUs, and she also represented our country in the Delph Olympics. Um, so we really have to give her a shout-out. We have Kenny Ransom who's coming back. That's from out of Madison Central, another dandy dozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Aaliyah Mosley, another dandy dozen. <laughs> and Ariana Hunter, another dandy dozen, one of the purest shooters on the roster. Wow. All coming back, but let me get into the recruiting. Coach hold Reed on. has oh, been oh, working. Hold, hold on, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pause. <laughs> time out, time out. But we done we done we done we done let Mo get started, and then he off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I I I love it, man. I love the enthusiasm and the momentum, and we we got a lot to cover. But I, I we got to dissect a little bit of what was said because we want to make sure that we, you know, we we expand on that thing. And and listen. Mm-hmm. The roster that's returning is just phenomenal. Um, and before we get into the recruiting part of it, um, mm-hmm. let's, talk, let's 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 talk about the players that uh, represented the program and actually exited. So, how many players are we actually losing this season? We're losing Amisha Williams. Mm-hmm. We're losing Rogan, and I want to say that's it. With all the firepower that we got coming back, you know, plus, you know, we'll get into the additions later. You know, I think Coach Reed picked the perfect uh, analogy to use in knocking down walls. And, fellas, let me just tell you, with the firepower we got, we about to tear up some sheetrock. I mean, you, you, you talk about, you know, the height, the length, I mean, it's a, it's a well put together roster. Also, you know, we mentioned one time, you know, before, you know, you look at the roster makeup, even though we lost those two outstanding players with what we have coming in, it actually changes the dynamic of the team. This will be a very long team, you know, especially when you talk about, you know, uh, from women's basketball. Mm-hmm. You're talking about so many players. I mean, more than half of the roster is going to be six feet tall. I mean, so we've got, we got, got a lot of length. A lot of athleticism. I mean, you know, we know Woodard at one point was trending. You know, people thinking she was about to dunk the putback against LSU. You know, that was that was that was impressive. Yeah, it was, and and again, it was just the talent is there, man. So you know, kudos to you know Coach Tamika Reed. You know, with the and her staff as well, man, assembling the talent. You know, uh, upgrading the talent, and now we just got to coach them up and just grow from you know this past season going into next season. So when you talk about uh, Mo, as you just laid out the roster so enthusiastically, um, all the players that are returning, the fact that this team is a championship team and the only now now don't get me wrong, losing Deja Rogan and losing Amisha Williams Holiday, that's going that you're gonna feel those two absences. When you agree with that, you'll feel those absences. Yes, sir. So the difference is when you add more new players to a roster, you got to jail. You got to basically come in and find that sweet spot, find that good rotation and really build team chemistry. But Tamika Reed, coach Tamika Reed has done a phenomenal job season in and season out, really just kind of putting that personal touch on uh, the roster that she has in place. And I think that, you know, building on what we've already done, I think we're going to see some really good momentum. 
So with that being said, Mo, I'll let you do the honors. We're going to, you know, you laid out the players that are returning. Let's dive a little deep into the players that we got coming in. So we'll start with the transfers and, and then we'll touch on to the incoming freshmen. We're looking at a roster that's locked and loaded and will make a run in the NCAA tournament next year. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely be competitive. Look for us to knock off some Power 5 schools. As far as replacing the likes of a, a Misha Williams Holiday or a Rogan, they are irreplaceable. My hat is off to them and what they've done to this program. But mm-hmm. we're looking at a roster where they don't. we don't have to depend on one person to step up. Right. We can actually do it by committee. We Fact. have just, just that much depth. We're talking about a roster that goes three-man deep. We have mm. a three-person deep roster, and we're going to break it down right now. And I'm going to start it off with Daphne White. Daphne White is six foot five. Wow. She's a former five-star that comes from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. That's transferring to us from the University of Houston. And I'm going to tell you what's unique about about her particularly, she actually set out this year. She's already on campus. Mm. We're not waiting on her to show up. This young lady was in the huddles. She was at the practices. Yeah. And if you watch the games closely, she was the young lady that, that kind of towered over Amisha Williams mm-hmm. when you looked at the bench. <laughs> She's a true 6'5", and some places even list her as 6'6". Six six. So we it. really like her in the post. She's going to provide a rim protector for us, and she's going to be a great rebounder. Really look forward to what she has to offer. But we also have Angel Jackson. Oh, yeah. Angel Jackson is another six foot five post player that we have that's actually transferring to us from USC. What's unique about Angel, we're not talking about somebody who was just on the roster at USC. She started some games yes, at sir. USC. Right. So she's coming with Power 5 experience, and she's going to be one to really look out for next year, not just from a real protector or a rebounding standpoint, but she's going to be a true presence in the post, and can she have a jump shot? I was just about to say that, Willie. <laughs> yeah, she that. can pick and pop. She can, she can pick and pop. She's going to help in the pick and roll. She can even play a little one-on-one down on the post and she can stretch it out for us. I'm really excited about her. But the latest one, the really big one that I really like is Liz Martino. Yeah. She's going to be on that wing. And I just, I've already had fantasies about her and Crump being at the two and three. Mm. I've already had fantasies about them both being six foot one. So Martino, she's coming from a Hall of Famer. She's coming from Rutgers. Another one that has power five experience, and she played. Mm -hmm. She played a former three-star, can flat out do it. She's going to be very different for us for the fact that she was really good defensively at Rutgers. She is a lockdown defender. She's rangy. She's fast. She brings a lot of athleticism to the wing, and it's going to look real good next to Crump. You know, Crump does not have to worry about um, guarding the other team's best wing player anymore. That's not important. with this young lady. That's right. very important because right. we need Crump to be able to to, to score for us next year. And, well, and, you know, and, and Martino in in her in her in highlights, man, she's a she's a three point shooter. She can shoot that three, man. So that's she on can flat out do it. She can stretch the four. Go ahead. Yes, and we have D Hamer. D Hamer is coming to us from. South Alabama and Cincinnati. She okay. is a true combo guard. She can play the one and the two. She can bring it up the court or she can play off the ball very much like Gerard Covington. So mm-hmm. I really look forward to Hamer. She's going to be something nasty to watch. She can she can handle it. She can handle it and she can penetrate. Um, looking at some of her videos, when you watch some of the practices, she is a penetrator. She's going to drive and dish. She's going to drive and dish and she's going to help everybody get involved and she can score when she feels like it. She scores at will. So mm-hmm. very excited about this class of transfers. I look for every single one of them to come in and make an immediate impact. Every single one of them have great experience. Right. And just looking at it, they come from across the country. 
They do. I was just looking at that. They covered the whole gamut on this. <laughs> we got West Coast. We got the Deep South. And we got the East Coast. We got Northeast. We got Rutgers. That's right. So they come from everywhere. You know, and, you know, just looking at it, you got that dealt with Angel and Daphne, but then you're looking at the backcourt. Coach Reed covered it all up in the transfers. But, hey, we, this incoming freshman ain't nothing to look over as well, though. The incoming freshman, probably the most underrated player that we got coming in. Yeah, Haley Breland. Haley. You took it right out of Haley yeah. Breland. Fans out there that are listening, <laughs> this young lady – this young lady is the All-South Player of the Year. Mm. This is Miss I-10. She got I the dog in her, her, too, man. She got the dog in her. This is Miss I-10. I'm going to say it one more time. This is Miss I-10. Haley is a true floor general, and she can score when she feels like it as well. She can handle the rocks. Not only can she handle it, she can run a team. She can run a team. That's True something that I've seen. She's a quarterback. She's everything that you need her to be. She can flat out do it. She's a dandy dozen. She transferred schools this year. She went to Harrison Central. They had a very successful season. But she's not coming by herself. She brought Layla Walker with her. She's a six-foot-four post player from Harrison Central. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually has great footwork. That's something that you really look for in a post player, because we all know there's not many other young ladies that are six foot four in the high school ranks. That's true. So she was very dominant, but it wasn't just because of her height. She actually has the footwork. She actually averaged a double double. So she's one that can flat out play. And you know we have Angel and we got Daphne. She's that young center. Those two come with experience. They're both going to be juniors and seniors. She's mm-hmm. that young center that you got to have on your roster and you got to be able to develop. So I really look forward to her. Love her footwork already. She already has an all-around game. I look forward to the development that Coach Reed is going to put into her. And I really look forward to her getting some minutes next year for us. But last but not least, there's a young lady. That's going to sound very familiar to the fan base with that last name, Sanders. <laughs> we have Shalomai Sanders. I really look forward to her. You talking about earlier, you mentioned um, a young young lady that can shoot it. Well, mm-hmm. Coach Sanders' daughter, she can flat out shoot it. She's going to be a shooter for us. There's one of the few, few young ladies that we got on this roster that can just shoot it. She can shoot it. Every YouTube video that you look at, she's knocking down three-pointers. She is a knockdown shooter. She's going to be one people are going to have to chase off to the perimeter. And that's what you need. You got to have somebody that can stretch the floor. You got to have somebody who garners the attention of others. She is our Steph Curry on this roster. She can Mm. shoot. She's a knockdown shooter, has a great set shot. Look forward to her development as well. Man, this is is pretty impressive. I was just sitting here looking over the roster. And and we know we're talking about Dandy Dozen is, 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 you know, is a Mississippi thing. I know each state may have their own um, particular uh, list for, for top players in the state. We got a roster with 10 dandy dozens on the roster. I mean, that's amazing within itself. And then you're talking about, you know, over seven players that played at, you know, power five schools. I'm looking at the makeup of this. Mo, you got everything. We got the whole gamut cover. You got rebounding, you got height, you got scoring, you got power, you got speed, you got three-point shooting, you got defense, you got, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got floor generals, you got passes. Oh my goodness, man. Is there a weakness? You know? No, there's no X's and O's without Jimmy's and Joe's. We got the Jimmy's and the Joe's. That, well, that's, well, the, that's the thing I wanted to add too, man. This the James and the the James and the uh and the and the and the Janice. In the Janice. There you go. <laughs> I was like, wait, I get in trouble. Like, go ahead. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted to add, you know, you, you you made my point. This is the most versatile team mm-hmm. um, that she's had. And that's what I mean, that she really she really knocked it out the park when it comes to roster management with the makeup of the roster because, you know, the depth is going to be there. But the other beautiful thing about this roster is the, the many – different variety of lineups that she can throw it throw at the opposition now 
you know, there's going to be some times where you're going to have all five players on the floor. Man, six feet, six feet. Be, she can do a platoon system. I thought that's where you were going. But go yeah, but I mean, but no, but, but she can. At some point she can. But, you know, it depends on how she want to do it, you know, depending on the matchup. Because I, the point I was going to make is, yes, yeah, she can do a platoon system, but she can also, <laughs> depending on the matchup, you know, there'll be a time where you're going to have all five players six feet or better. You're going to have a, right. you know, let's just say Gerard Covington is, you know, is under six feet, but you can have Covington on the floor running the point. She can knock down three-pointers, but you got Liz uh, Marino out there. Martino, I'm sorry, out there. Then you'll have Maya Crump. You'll have uh, Deja Wooded, and you'll have um, uh, Daphne. You can have, you know, Daphne at the floor. But you know what? There's going to be some point in time where you're going to have Angel Jackson and Daphne on the floor at the same time and Deja Wooded on the bench. So, you know, Deja Wooded at the three. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Let's describe the detail of that, though. You have Angel and Daphne. Six, five. Six, five five on the floor. If you go six five six five six three, at the at you really you can go in and you can you can mix up the guards either way. I mean, and but look, but look, and to and to add to Mo, to add to Mo's point, you got six five and six five out there in the paint, and then you got Shalomar out here able to shoot threes because you're gonna need a shooter. Dry cup that can knock down shots, and then you got my crump on the floor t- at the same time. I mean, we're way more deadly than what we were last season. Like, man. Yeah, we got a full arsenal of weapons that we could, uh, you know, no pun intended. We can definitely, um, I think she has the the tools in the shed to be able to do any job that she needs to get done. You know what I mean? That's the point that we make. Any Anytime you get ready to go into battle, you got everything you need. And and it's like I said, it's going to be real interesting to see uh, the the way, um, and we know there can be some attrition. We, 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 we hope that. The whole season, everybody get through the season pretty much healthy, and that you know, with the incoming freshmen, you know, there's a potential of some red shirt opportunities there, which may um, allow the rosters to be, um, you know, expanded over a period of time. But this is just a phenomenal roster. We we wanted to spend a, a good amount of time on just kind of speaking to what we got, what we see returning, and what we got coming in, and and just kind of project. And then we'll, 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 you know, we'll move into a few more other things that we wanted to discuss in regards to women's program, uh, women's basketball program. But well, yeah, fellas, this, this, this roster is phenomenal. I'll tell you what, if you want to project, we're going to keep that same football energy. We're going to go and oh. Dominate, we'll dominate. With it. This, we'll, year, this is a year of domination. Hey, we're going to go and oh too. We're going to marry question. that. Did we lose a game in the swag this past year? Nada, Nathaniel, zero. <laughs> By the end of next year, we should have a record-breaking winning streak in in conference. Facts. Well, I mean, listen that that that's that within itself just deserves you know a, a round of applause, man. To to to, I mean that that's just phenomenal. Coach Reed is over the you know the tenure of her her coaching time here at Jackson State has just been absolutely phenomenal. We know that she has. Um, you know, displayed a level of success within the program uh, that garners the attention of everyone. So let's 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 deal let's deal with it. So we got. Um, I know in regards, the biggest thing that has come up anytime you discuss the the women's program is, um, I think the latest thing that kind of came up was a little bit of contract talk. Right? We um, I, I'm gonna go on record now. We we we're not privy to that kind of information, but it's Tiger talk, man. It's, we we family. We we want to make sure that we go out there because what happens is, is that, you know, we're going to, uh, there was an article. I know Coach Smeagol Reed uh, had a chance to to sit down with, you know, had a Sports Illustrated article that came out and um, and basically sat down with uh, Ralph Cooper and to discuss uh, kind of the, just, just kind of an update. Because when, 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 when the women lost to LSU, you know, Malky basically in a press conference kind of alluded to the fact that, hey, you know, she's a, and she was right. She was actually right because she said she's one of the best coaches in the country. I don't think anybody could could, could argue with that. We got one of, the, you know, we got one of the best women's basketball coaches on campus right now, and that's Coach Samiga Reed and, 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 and her staff. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to, um, you know, not highlight them as well. But she mentioned to the fact, and, and I didn't really care for the comments per se. I mean, she, Coach Reed didn't feel like it was a, it was a slight, but we just kind of 
we've been having some conversations in regard to HBCUs. I think we didn't really need her to say say that in order for us to know that, hey, we're going to do everything we can to keep Coach Mika Reed at Jack State for as long as she want to be here. You know, so, but any time that that takes place, of course, the decision makers and and she and and the AD and, and the president and whomever that's making that decision, we got to sit down and, and come to an agreement and extension. Where we are now is, is that you got an article like that comes out and it, and it kind of makes those on the outside looking in, hoping that there's a kink in the arm and feel like that there's some things that, that that's, that's not taking place. And, you know, I hope that that, you know, gets dispelled pretty quickly. Now, before we even go a little further into like that, I love what she said, you know, and that was, you know, she had some opportunities. We all knew she had opportunities. Come on, man. You know, <laughs> I mean, why, who wouldn't want to, you know, um, come in and, um, and reach out to Coach Reed when you see the success that she's having? But I just want to say, you know, I doffed my hat off to her and, and kudos to her for returning and, and, and staying down with the, you know, with the family. And, and again, I hope. You know, like I said, whatever her, you know, whatever I'm, ho- I hope we're able to 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 find a contract that works for 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 to keep her here as long as we possibly can. I'm optimistic, man. Uh, yeah. You know, optimistic on uh, look, you know, um, other three of us here, man. I've, I've known Tamika personally, you know, man, since we were both kids, literally grew up together, and man, right. uh, she 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 she's um. She's a, she's a JSU lifer, man. I know she didn't yeah. attend Jackson State, but I mean, she pretty much grew up around and involved in everything with Jackson State. And um, like I said, man, she her heart's in the right place, and she wants to be here. So um, I believe uh, that she will. You know, her intentions are there. She verbally said herself that you know she plans on knocking walls down. You know, with uh, with this team, she got goals set to you know saying uh, that. She, she's obtained you know i think she's in a prime position to do things that no other hbcu women's basketball coach has ever done i really believe that she could turn jackson state into a legit mid-major um almost to the level of like um a women's version of gonzaga i really believe the ingredients are there um even more so we get the uh, crowds into the game and get the attendance up i I believe with the way that we're winning because Bear in mind, as I talk, man, she's won three consecutive, you know, swag regular season titles. Mm-hmm. You know, she's won four out of four championships in five years. You know, uh, her record is impeccable. Um, and again, she knows that there are some. And, and again, let me add this too. I really believe Coach Prime being on campus, you know, really sparked something in her gave her something else to strive for. Not that she didn't, but, you know, with Coach Prime being a part of the program, you know, and being invested even more so now since Shalomai is uh, is a part of the roster. Um, there's a lot of um, things that we can actually do with regards to taking this program to new heights. So, yes, I believe that uh, everything will work itself out. I think we'll, Tamika will be, you know, the head women basketball coach of Jackson State for years to come. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Coach Reed has done an outstanding job. And mm-hmm. looking at the roster that she's built and the program that she has created at Jackson State, she looks primed to be somebody who's going to be around for a while. But, hey, business is business. Right. I would love to see her here for years to come. But I'm also going to say I do trust Ashley and the President Hudson. So, yeah. hey, I hope they're able to work things out. And I'm pretty sure they will. See, and and, that, and that's the thing that I think is is because when, when you when you're dealing with this, oh, me and Zoe talk about this all the time. Two things can be true at the same time, right? You can, you know, it's. I don't like really speaking on anyone's money. I feel like in, in like everyone is worth every dollar that someone is willing to pay them. Facts. You know, I, don't, I don't think there's a such thing. It's too much. And it can be not enough. Let's <laughs> just get that out of the way. Um, I think the consensus is 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 a, you know, for 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 the you know the base. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all are in harmony when we say it's a resounding, absolutely yes. Do whatever we got to do to to keep it in the fold. But like you said, Mo, uh, spot on. Business is business, and and we trust the leadership that they're gonna do what they um, what's necessary to do. Um, 
to get this taken care of. But when you delve into kind of the the article article for the most part, you know, um, she did mention the fact that she uh, in offseason had several interviews with some power five institutions, you know, and, and we expected that that's to be expected. And, and when you see that right there is not a bad thing. And what sometimes um, what happens with us, you know, HBCU, man, we, we, we it's so much pride and and we feel like loyalty. And, and but in the end, we 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 have to be careful where we understand that when you achieve a certain level of excellence, there are other opportunities that are going to come knocking. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can love someone and, and want them to be in the fold as long as possible but there had there's a there's a i guess timing is and, and that's when you know I, i'm pretty sure everyone knows you know they, they they'll move whenever they feel like the time and time is right but you know anytime you're having success you're gonna have some opportunities they're gonna knock at the door we hey, all let's be real about it ken i mean just to be real yeah. you don't want a coach that don't nobody else want that's 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 that's, that's it's, it's, it don't get no more plainer than that <laughs> you feel what i'm saying and you know it's so and you know what's dope about it the, the 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 cool part about it man is the fact that you know we got the hottest coach in the in the game yes. if we're being honest we coach Tamika reed and her staff and in the team did so well that even in defeat she won over coaches. I think was it Vic Schaefer came into uh when they played at Texas Zoe? Yes, yes. Came in the locker room, wanted to address the team. I'm we just saying like you said, like you said, Mo, we we don't we want the coach, we want the hottest coach because usually that's the one that's winning and got the best that that's doing it at um at the highest level, uh, as our coach Tamika Reed has done. But as she stated, you know, she had some opportunities, you know, she actually had a opportunity that was offered. You know, said she almost accepted the opportunity, but she felt like it was more work to be done at Jackson State. And that speaks to what Zoe just mentioned. Tamika Reed is Jackson, Mississippi. And she's, she's like you said, Zoe, she can go to Jackson State, but she is a lifer, man. And and what how fortunate is us is it for us to have her as our head women's basketball coach? So what do you guys think about just from the standpoint of you know just interviews and offers and and kind of you know what her thoughts were and her mindset in my opinion you have to start with the author this wasn't a jacksonian this came from one of the ops this came from one of the ops i'm not gonna say his name but he just happened to be from one of the swag rivals Mm -hmm. just happened to be from a school that was actually looking for a coach Right, he right, just right. happened to mention it in the article, <laughs> and not to be too spiritual about it. I know you and Zoe, y'all have talked about the Bible a couple of times on previous oh, well, shows. Sorry. We, we will do. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna put this out there for the JSU family with my blue and white glasses on, as Zoe would say, is that there's a reason why Matthew had a perspective, Luke had a perspective, mm. John had a perspective. But we never heard from Judas. <laughs> and when and when I was reading this article, come on, man, come on, Mo. Eat a pull like the handkerchief out. I felt like I was hearing from Judas. Oh my goodness! Oh my God! There were certain parts of the article where I had a problem with the text, and I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Honestly, man, I'm not. I'm not bothered by the article. I'm really not because the article is just a byproduct of winning. Man, yeah. look, look, bear in mind, we're talking about a woman who's been in Jack State for five years. And do you guys know she still, as I speak right now, have not lost 10 games in, in conference? <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Three or what? One loss in three years, I think. I mean, she's lost nine games in five years, man. She's won, well, I believe, 86 or 87% of her games in conference in five years. Listen. So so I, it's, 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 a, it's a byproduct of winning. So, again, it come, it's par for the course. Because, yep. again, if she, if she was, you know what, if she was 500 in, or, or, or barely above 500, we wouldn't even be having this conversation because, i.e., she probably wouldn't be winning. And, i.e., you know, she wouldn't have these championships. But, again, she's, she's, she's basically every – single year since she's been at Jackson State she's either because her because the first year she got there but she lost listen 
I, 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 I love that perspective. And here's what I mean when I say it, we'll say that. Listen, man, this is not a bad thing. It's not. It's a new thing. I, I, I'm just saying, it's, it's not a bad thing. This is a good thing, man. Like you said, we got a great program in place. And we got a great coach. And last I checked, the article didn't say she was leaving, did she? Every nope. year we're going to have to deal with this. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what, fellas? Man, we got to hit the same thing at the end of the season with Coach Prime. <laughs> Somebody waiting on him to leave. Facts. That's it. It's, it's, it's par for the course. And listen. Listen, I want Coach Reed to make as much as he, it ain't really just about the money. I want her to reach all of her goals, professional goals. I want her to, um, you know, it talked about, you know, she, she I, I, from what I gathered, if I, if I could just, if I could take one word and summarize my feelings of what I got from her words, it's really just more of a desire to feel appreciated. But I do want to I do want to speak to this one thing, fellas, and maybe I can get your perspective on this, because this is something that I wasn't even very well versed on. So in the women's NCAA tournament, right, it's a little different than the men's NCAA tournament. And that's something that I think in every in all women's sports across the country, for the most part, you see um, things could be a little different, to say the least. You know, that's another story for another day. There's a big difference between the WNBA and the NBA. You know, uh, the amount of teams, the amount of money that's being paid, the amount of just, you know, um, accessibility, whatever. Then when you move to the NCAA, like the men's tournament, it usually starts at a neutral site. Because I think, Will, you touched on that, Mo, when you when we covered that show. If, we, if we're at a, a neutral site playing LSU, you felt like, we could have won that game without having to deal with going into Baton Rouge. So that was a little different for, 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 for me. When you look at a Power 5 program, like a LSU program, right, and you look at, let's say, a salary of a Kim Mulkey, since we she was a part of this conversation, so I think I might have asked you this question, but I kind of wanted to make sure we capture that perspective on how is how how did how would you describe that women's basketball at a power five may differ from that of an HBCU? Like the financial constraint uh, restraints and and um, the the ability for a power five program to fund itself, therefore may be able to pay a little bit more. You got an, a great example of the national championship winning coach Don Staley over at South Carolina has a pretty nice size salary. You know what I mean? And I think there's a they got creative with how they were able to subsidize that. And and I like to see that because you want to see kind of that parity and salary range when, when it comes to men and women. I wanted to make sure we capture that point because this kind of speaks to that from a more of a uh, maybe from a, a, a smaller scale. But talk about how they're able to fund their program and it be kind of self-sustaining and not be depending on maybe another program like because remember, we've had talks about like the football program funding other programs or the basketball revenue generating sports. I kind of want to go in that direction before you register. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, all your revenue generating sports on all collegiate levels are your football and basketball, men's basketball programs. And even on the not necessarily power five, but, but the group of five, you still have quite a few basketball women's basketball programs who are being funded by the men's basketball program. Okay. Um, but when it when it comes to you know HBCUs, you know football funds everything, and mm -hmm. so you know that actually adds to you know the uh, interest level or or you know the suspense and the greatness of the possibility of Jackson State beating a team like a LSU in the NCAA tournament. It's not the same as saying, "Oh, well, this is a a fourteen seed." They happen to beat the set, you know, uh, beat a number two seed, you know, a, or, or or number three seed mm -hmm. is is not the same, you know, because you have other group of five schools that can have the same seating that we have. But it's it, man, we're in a whole different solar system when it comes to finances. Like basically, like you said, you're talking about Don Staley. We'll use South Carolina for an example. They 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 finance their own basketball program. We're talking about a coach that's making. You know, uh, a coach whose budget is almost the size of our football budget, you know, and mm. on, on top of that, 
you know, I have to also add too, when we talk about the talent gap, the talent gap in women's basketball is way far greater than what it is in men's basketball. That's true. By a long shot. So women's basketball is top heavy as hell in comparison to men's basketball. That's what um, makes this roster so impressive. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it's, it, it also speaks to the job that Coach Reed has done when you talk about nice. the recruiting on the budget. If we talk about Coach Prime and football is our moneymaker, right? But Coach Prime's talking about having a $15,000 budget. What do you think the women's basketball budget is? Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But and, and then for her to go about doing things and, and again, being able to, to get the talent and have some good, you know, good coaches on her staff here from Mississippi on, on staff as well. And, you know, her rolling her sleeves up and knocking down walls and getting it done. Because again, when you talk about the elite players, you know, uh, even for like the McDonald's game, you're talking about, if we go by the rating system of five-star, four-star players, if you look at the women's game, man, you, you you're talking about roughly maybe, with elite players, you're talking maybe 30 to 40 girls. Seriously, when you talk about elite, elite players, it's not a lot. And then they're they're being gobbled up by UConn, by Stanford, you know. So when it comes to the women's game, when, when it comes to the women's game, coaching is very, very uh, paramount and important because they really have to roll the sleeves up and coach them up. You have to build your program. Reed is still doing it, but still – recruiting and getting talent and again just like football that's where the portal comes into play because now you know one thing i can say more so on the men's side is is, it's not as difficult to attract you know women to come down to hbcus you know with an opportunity to play because unlike football we are d you know we're d1 in basketball there is no fcs and fbs we're all just d1 you know so you know, and Jackson State is a good Jackson, Jackson State is an R two institution, great academic rating. So it's an attractive school to get you know some young women to come and to play basketball to pursue their education. But Reed has changed the she's totally trained changed the trajectory of Jackson State women's basketball because now we're 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 an attractive lending spot, and with all the success that she's had, fellas, we're still trending up. Facts. You know, we're so, still trying to go to do another plateau. So, Ma, I want to give you that similar question, but in a different direction, because in, in taking in consideration everything Zoe said, because I'm always thinking about. So, I, I, you know, I try to stay out of the comments because I don't really like to get into the negative stuff, man. We really try to keep the energy positive and keep it going. And we want to allow uh, the story to be told really from both sides, because understanding is the best thing. You, you we, we quoted the Bible. It says all that getting get understanding. Right. It, right. It's so easy to get on the social media and start spewing off things because you don't know how it works. You don't know the facts and the details of the things that the whether what you can do and what you can't do. Now, again, we're not saying what we can or can't do. I'm pretty sure uh, Coach Reed and, and, and the administration and the leadership uh, are aware of what we can and can't do down to the very penny. Right. Right. Uh, but I wanted to see, like, what can we do as a base, alumni base, fan base, to, how can I say, um, change the trajectory of some budget restraints? We have to give, 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 and give. And when you get done giving, you need to turn around and give some more. Mm. You right. know, we we have to really have a gut check. And we have to look ourselves in the mirror, yep. and we really have to ask ourselves: Have we given everything that we could possibly give? You know, um, I think that's going to be the only way that we can truly get to where we need to be. At some point, we need to support ourselves, right. and at some point, we shouldn't be looking for you know major donors. But as an alumni base, we need to become that major donor. I love that because I feel like hopefully this is what I hope. This is my hope. And again, I'm speaking from, uh, I'm going to just reveal my own ignorance. I don't, I don't know everything and I, but I know what I know. And this is something that I don't know. And I don't, I I do know that in the parameters of this, I feel like there can be an opportunity. Everything doesn't have to go sour. Um, 
And I say that for this reason because in that article, and I wanted to race, uh, I wanted to mention that because what was captured were was Coach Reed's words. Now she'd have to say if 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 the person that penned the article, if something was off or if it was all accurate or wrong. It wasn't like I said, I didn't take it as a bad thing. I just felt like it was an opportunity for her to for us to hear from her. Um, but here's the thing. The question I would say is, is that um, when we're talking about subsidizing maybe a short shortage, just say we, 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 I don't know, like I said, I don't know what the budget may be, but I, I think about Don Staley. I, I, I don't know the numbers. I don't have it in front of me. Maybe I should have done a little better homework and pulling up Don, but this just kind of came to mind. I know that whatever she's making, Zoe and, and Mo, it's not being paid like directly just by the institution. There is a portion of her salary that I think that is being covered through maybe some type of donate, you know, the, the, the alumni base is subsidizing the salary. So if that's, if there's a precedent for that, and it goes back to your point, at some, at some point we got to stop complaining about, cause this is what we do at our institution and, and me first, me first before I started really getting more active and giving more and, and donating more and trying, you know, whether it be time or money, I started just, we start thinking that, oh, this needs to be done. And we, we fail to realize that the things that need to be done are being done by actual people, a person just like you, a group of people just like you, <laughs> Right. At what point do we stop complaining and start being the change that we want to see? You follow what I'm saying? It goes back to what you just said. At some point, if we if we're falling short, we ought to be able to, as a collective base, you know, figure out a way to change that. And what I mean by that is, is let's just say this is a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical. Uh, Because I think there was a mention of of a stalemate or something like that. Again, like I said, we don't know. I'm not even trying to get into all of that because I don't I don't want to, you know, like I said, I trust Ashley, uh, President Hudson and and, and Coach Tamika Reed. I love them all. And like I said, I expect this to be worked out and figured out. Right. But let's hypothetically say there was a shortage of, you know, uh, Coach wanted. X amount of dollars and and we 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 in, in our budget we reached what we could get to. That's what a stalemate is for those that don't know. Like they like what we're able to give or willing to give is is not we see it all the time in professional sports. <laughs> the request and the the offer is not jiving. There has to be a, a field gap. And I think that's where we come in. At. So I don't I, I'm my hope is that this doesn't turn into sour grapes. I really hope this creates an opportunity for us to look in, like you say, look in the mirror and say, OK, here's an opportunity for us to subsidize and, and make this thing work. Because, again, the wave is the HBCU, um, you know, our best and brightest coming back home and. Kudos to Coach Tamika Reed because she did get an offer and she turned that offer down and she came back to Jack State and said, listen, we got more work to be done. But again, you know, I we 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 can't vilify her for saying that it's gonna cost a little bit more because I do the same thing. I know you do it though. You do it, you do it more. What y'all think? And let me it? say this, Ken. I mean, Coach Reed has shown us that she can't be bought, but she does need to be compensated. That, that boy, you just said everything I was trying to say in a matter of, of, of a sentence. So you get it. But again, we have the best president, and I and there's no disrespect to no institution. I think President Hudson is President Thomas Hudson is is a phenomenal president, man. And he's shown in his in his tenure just the 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 right temperament, and and he's uh he's he he he's a rock star in my in my in my to my estimation. Um, our AD Robinson, phenomenal, best in the game, without question. You know what I mean? And we got the best women's basketball coach in the game. Black excellence, man. That's the expectation now on all sides. So that's all I got, fellas. If y'all want to add anything else before we close the show, so right here. I just want to put a plug in for the men's basketball all season um, review. I'm excited about it. 
I look forward to talking about Mo Williams. I look forward to talking about his recruiting. And I look forward to talking about his staff. That's what's up. How about you, Zo? Got anything? Yeah, man. Just to add on, man. Um, got a complete overhaul with all JSU athletics, man. You know, Coach Bo came in, totally revamped that roster. We're going to get into that on a later date. But, man, things are looking up. And like I said, we got this transformational, you know, new women's basketball team for next year with some elite talent, with an elite coach, and we'll have some elite results. So, out of that, man, just go Tigers. And that'll do it for Episode 243 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify users. Rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show and tell every tiger that you know we're on all podcast outlets apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, Castbox, and so on and we'll be posting each episode on our facebook instagram and twitter pages as always thanks for your support go tigers hashtag the i love Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.